Hello, and welcome to episode 67 of The Podding Shed. After a somewhat extended summer break, the residents of the shed have had their zero-hours contracts renewed for another season. We've blown the dust off Tony's equipment, given Mark's crystal ball a rub, and pressed Donald's organ into service once more to bring you, the listener, another fortnightly-ish, helping of our unique blend of half-baked analysis, waffle, occasionally musical interludes, and the odd double entendre. Every now and again, someone makes a salient point about football, but don't let that put you off. It's good to be back. It's just a shame that we have to talk about football. But, however bad it might have been, we're still not as crap as Spurs. Joining me to make sense of our faltering start to the defence of our Premiership title, as they as they are known by their Twitter handles, are So Contrary, who is Mark. Seasons greetings. Uh, Dr. Blue Bayou, who is Tony. <coughs> Good evening. And Grocer Jack, who is Tony. Bonsoir. Well, we shall crack right on. Um, forgive us, we, you know, we are, as, as we discussed before uh, recording started, none of us are exactly what you call match fit at the moment. It's been a little while since we've been on air, so um, bear with us on any, uh, any rough edges that uh, you might encounter during the recording. Um, four games, uh, two defeats, one draw and a win. Um, it's not been a sterling start. Um, the team has looked, frankly, rather out of sorts. Um, it has sort of carried on from where it left off last the end of last season. Um, bar, bar the odd moment here or there, um, which we're just not looking like the finely tuned, well-oiled Mourinho machine that, um, that, that you would expect. Um, and... It's it's very difficult to tell exactly what the what the issue is or what the issues are. Um, you can kind of get away, you know, if, if you're playing with two or three players who aren't quite at the races, you can generally get away with it. Um, but we seem to be playing with probably half a dozen or more who just really aren't quite um, quite pulling their weight at the moment. Um, Mark, I'll kick off with you because you, you've seen um, a reasonable amount of football. Um, your, your thoughts on how we've started? Um, I don't know why you think I've seen a reasonable amount of football. I haven't really seen any this season. Haven't you? No. Oh, well. I haven't had time to follow it at all, unfortunately. Um, I've yeah. barely seen the highlights. I've, I've changed job recently. Oh, I see. I see. So it's kept me, it's kept me very, very busy. Jermaine Defoe needed a new assistant. And um, <laughs> someone had to do it. So tonight I've had to get the school uniforms sorted, get the wife's new hairstylist organised. And then later on, I'm concocting a new perfume for the Jermaine Defoe range. So uh, it's been it's been hectic. It's been busy. Yeah, I knew there I knew there was a double edge in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, always always a double edge. Absolutely. Um, well, I missed the first game. Um, mm. I had to go to um, a wedding, and I am forming a new political party that will make weddings only. Um, you can only have a wedding on a Thursday. It's not unreasonable. Basically. Yeah, it's not unreasonable. Fair enough. I, I don't. Well, them, I, I don't think you should have a wedding when there's a major sporting event, and that's football and any cricket that we're likely to win, <laughs> as England. Um, so I missed the um, Swansea game. Um, I saw Man City on telly and didn't fancy going to that one. Mm. West Brom we travelled to, um, which is quite entertaining, um, and and we sort of held on despite getting down to 10 men with John Terry getting sent off. And then I did go to Crystal Palace, which was relatively shocking. So, as you mm. say, really, we have carried on from last season. And um, we started last season really well. And then midway through, we just sort of ground it out. Yeah, the summer, the pre-season... Um, Sorry, go on then. So it was sort of post... Uh, I, we don't want to hark back too much to last season, but it was sort of after that 
barnstorming 5-0 win at Swansea. It sort of t- it tailed off from there on in, and there was the odd moment. I mean, the second half at Leicester, later on in the season, where it wasn't sort of particularly relevant, but, you know, we played some decent football then. But, yeah, overall, it was really just a sort of a, a trudge to the line. But I, you, you could at least say that the players looked like they had grind it out in them then. Um, yeah. Now they don't look like they, they do. No, I mean, during the summer, the pre-season, we didn't look very good, and everyone's prepared to write off the pre-season as meaningless as long as the preparation is good. But actually, the truth is, they just weren't very good. I mean, against Arsenal in the um, Community Shield, you know, we, we, we couldn't really put it together. And this season, we can't. I mean, the biggest frustration, really, probably is Fabregas, in that he only has one attribute to his game. No one expects him to tackle. No one expects him to chase back or fill in space. But he is meant to be able to pass. Mm. And even now, he's incapable of finding anyone in a blue shirt. So we, we are effectively playing with 10 men. Matic seems to be struggling a bit. I mean, he looked immense at the beginning of last season, and now he looks um, Michelish. Uh, um, so it's all a bit of a struggle, and um, I don't think we can put it all down to either. But something's going on at the um, club that um, they're not a happy group. Yeah, I think it... Um that's the, the overriding feeling you get is that I mean last last summer it was you know if Carlsberg did transfer windows that was it. it 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 all happened early we got the players we wanted it all ticked along Mourinho had a smile as as wide as anything and you know it, it was a happy ship and we you know we started the season straight out of the blocks and, um, and you know within the first sort of five or six games it was kind of all who's going to catch them sort of thing. Um, and you could kind of say the same about City this time, and they always seem to be slightly better when they're, they're chasing it rather than defending it. Um, but they've, they've just looked, you know, kind of like we would like to look, you know, there's strength, there's pace, there's power, there's, there's everything, you know, it, it just looks very, very good. And we, we look, but, but isn't, isn't part of that down to the fact that the key players like Torre, Fernandinho, company, all of those looked as gassed, last season as some of our best players are yeah. looking this season. Mm. They, they won a title and then basically didn't really get going last year until it was too late. Mm. Um, and we appear to be doing the same thing. At the back of my mind, it occurred to me earlier on this week, was last time Mourinho was here, I, there was something nagging at me about the, the way he seems to o- overuse a small core of players. And, and is, it a, is it an accident that the players who appear to be suffering at the start of this season are the ones who, who seem to play a shed load of games last year? You know, Matic, Ivanovic, Terry, um, even Hazard were rarely out of the team. You know, whether, whether we were playing the, you know, the Swan and Chickens on a Sunday afternoon or a Champions League game, they were always They're in. They were all there, yeah. And I, I just... <clears throat> I wonder, can given the intensity of modern football and etc. 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 I know this isn't like a violin playing for them. They're, they're real no, they're all... I wonder whether physically you are able to keep that sort of thing going um, for that long it, when you're not, you know, having enough change does, in and change out. It does, yeah. It does does rather make the question. I mean, given I, what I found slightly strange was well. I say slightly strange. It's not slightly strange. We should be used to it by now. But 
immediately after the season there was that little post-season tour and then we were we would we were sort of kind of all over the place and whilst you know the, the poor little lambs they are exactly flying cattle class and all the rest of it it can't you know f- flying long distances drains anyone doesn't matter who it is um after a sort of a 55 or whatever it was game season then jumping on planes and Flipping backwards and forwards across the globe, getting back and having what three weeks was it? Mm. Three weeks, a month of uh, kind of pre-season stuff. I, most most of which was spent in in the states in mm. Canada. It, it just yeah, is is it really an ideal preparation? I know it's it's source of eternal debate, you know, but I guess we have to get used to it with the the global market for the Premiership being what it is. Um, but, yeah, but, but wasn't the Carnero thing absolutely extraordinary? The first game of the season to have, you know, I, I, people might say, "Oh, it's Chelsea," so the press pick on etc. But to come to come out and sort of highlight that sort of thing just seemed an extraordinary thing for you know someone who's got the Premiership under their belt and looking to a new season. It seemed to me an extraordinary thing to do. Um, you yeah. know, irrespective of whether it was either Carnero or, or uh, you know, not, not because of her necessarily, but just, you know, it was the first game of the season. Okay. Hadn't, hadn't gone well, but it was a strange thing to make a huge fuss about. I I just, I, that immediately set, you know, irrespective of what sort of football we were playing, I thought this is extraordinary. You know, I was seeing this from afar, obviously I hadn't Mm. seen the game, but it seemed an extraordinary thing. And yes, the press do stoke these things up, but you know, when was the last time a coach of any sort of club, made such a fuss over, you know, oh, we could have lost the game because they, I, it, 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 I thought it was just very strange. I, yeah, I, I must do, I agree. I just found it odd, unusual. Um, Tone, you're quiet yeah. there. Um, yeah, I was just listening to the conversation. I'm in the same sort of position as, as Donald, having been away and, and not yet um, uh, gone to my first game. I've, I've watched bits of highlights and bits of the live games, but frankly, I just can't be asked to pull myself away from the beach or the pool and go sit in a bar, really, you know what I mean? I'm quite enjoying reading my books and um, having having had a, a good old session, drinking session with David Chidgey from um, our esteemed rivals, partners, uh, Chelsea Fancast, you know, like me, mm. nine months of the year and full on, and then for the other three months, I want my cricket and my rest, really. Yeah. Um, and so I was a bit put out, my nose was put out, put out a joint really by the fact that the season has started so early, so that's got to be a factor in there, it finished at the same time and it started at least two weeks earlier than it normally would because of the Euros, um, so perhaps a little bit less time. Frankly, I, I, I don't really buy any of this stuff, it, it's just a rubbish start and, uh, and such is the way of champions before us as well, you know, we, we did do it back to back, the second season was harder than the first. Um, under Mourinho's first one, but I, I, you know, I've had people. Obviously, I was on holiday with you know City fans, United fans, uh, Liverpool fans, and Spurs fans. I don't really count for anything. Um, but um, and taking you know a fair amount of stick, and I said to them, you know, I came back in the same position uh, as we are now, where we'd um, lost to uh, drawn one one one, and um, and what happens if we don't lose a game for the rest of the season? You know, it's just too early for people to be in panic buttons and bedwetting and and all this sort of stuff. No, Frankly, no, 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 no one's no one's here. No, 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 not on here. I mean, in general, it's just in, it's in general. I think there's a general mood that, that I mean, the press are out for us. You know, this is this is this is grist to their mill. You know, our crisis at Chelsea. I don't buy any of that. Mourinho got one of the few things I think he's ever got wrong. He got the Carnero thing completely wrong. 
he should have manned up, come out and said, uh, yeah, actually, do you know what? I was being a bit of a bully there. I shouldn't have done it. And um, she's back on the bench with uh, the other fella, John Fern or whatever his name is. Um, so I think he got that wrong. On the other side of it, I think the players, Donald's got a point about the fact that they're knackered. Um, possibly haven't had quite the break that they, they all desired uh, and what have you. Um, we have been, I think, a little tardy in the transfer market. Um, you know, Mourinho made it quite clear in his press thing that he'd given um, the board his kind of his input into his wish list. Yeah, by the by, the, you know. By yeah, the but what, what was his wish list? I mean, if his wish list list wish list was go and get me um, Pogba for eighty two million. I mean, any, we, I can tell my wife he get me a Porsche for Christmas. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's that. It's got to be a reasonable I've, wish list, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But then you know, then Pogba himself and Juventus have come out and said, you know, they did turn down a sixty odd million pound bid from us for him. So, but it all seemed a bit late in the day. I, I just think it's one of those. It's a tardy start. That's all it is. I don't think we need to get too worried about it. The players will be taken off. I agree with Mark. I think Matic, um, alarmingly. I think it was a bit of an insult to call him Mikel, because Mikel is, if nothing else, um, mm. a, a pretty regular, pretty efficient. consistent, efficient player. He's not glamorous. He's, not, he's a water carrier. He's, he kind of fits into that, that, that role that Deschamps once described. But um, Matic this season's looked lumbering. And, um, uh, you know, if he wants to be held up in the same sort of light as the likes of um, Yaya Toure, I think he's going to have to buck his ideas up. And someone said to me on, when we were on holiday, actually, that he'd never been quite the same player since the Burnley incident. Um, you know, when uh, he nearly had his leg smashed in half and then got himself sent off for what was a fairly strenuous reaction, I suppose, but one that's quite understandable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I do wonder about that, but there, there are other players in there. Mark's absolutely right. Fabregas, if he's not going to pass the ball um, uh, to the, you know, to the, the head of a pin, then what's he going to do? Um, Pedro, though, is a thrilling and exciting addition. Um, mm-hmm. Hazard will, you know, if ever there was someone built in the mould of Joe Cole, i.e., when he blows cold, he blows cold. When he blows hot. Boy, there's barely anybody that can touch him. I think he's just got off to a bit of a tardy start. Um, I hope his fucking leg doesn't fall off like Joe Cole's did no, no, every I three think, months or so. Yeah, I think the other thing is as well, though. Um, you know, there's there's obviously going to be a, a slight bit. You know, we've 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 so, um, said goodbye to Peter Check, um, and you know, there's the new, new players coming. Peter Check, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Uh, yeah, Agent Check, the um, Arsenal goalkeeper, the Arsenal yes, goalkeeper, yes. Um, and, you know, whether that's had an impact, Courtois now got no choice but to, to stand up. I thought he was bloody unlucky with his sending off, really. I think the ref could have exercised a bit of leniency there. But yeah, I'm, it was a bit I'm, I'm, as, I'm as far from worried as it's possible to be. And, and to be honest with you, um, you know, I, I said it at the end of last season, um, I think, you know, it's more or less impossible, I think, for a team to try and win the Premiership and to go and win the Champions League and to stand a chance in the FA Cup. And I think... You know, we're not going to be able to do that. We're not going to be able to compete, especially from the Premier League. I'm not saying the other leagues don't have it quite as tough, but the depth of of, of competition in the Bundesliga and, and um, uh, La Liga and all of them, I don't think is the same as it is in ours. Um, and now this extra money deal, and someone made a point of it um, on, on a Five Live last week about the fact that what it does do, it means that clubs like Everton and the likes don't have to sell anymore. Because they're getting so much money, they can keep their players. Mm. And, and the player's not leaving because of the money, the player's likely to be leaving because of the prestige. I mean, the John Stones thing, I think he's a great player. Is he worth 40 million quid? 
I don't know. Well, it's 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 your, your young English talent premium and all the all that yeah, lark, isn't it? Yeah. It's um, but I, it, again, that that was sort of a funny. Uh, obviously, we know little or nothing about what actually goes on behind the scenes and how the transfer market works. But it sort of struck me. I, I mean, Martinez is being a, a huge rate tart over it. But you know, oh. he was demanding that everyone stop talking about it and then every yeah. fucking day was in the papers talking about it yeah. it's kind of well you know yeah, yeah. what do you want mate meanwhile uh, removing another player from Barnsley yeah. <laughs> yes indeed you know, you know those nasty big clubs picking on smaller ones I mean how dare they <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but it, it's kind of if you are if you're going to if you're making an approach to a player like that you, you would assume that the, you know he, he's identified as a target X number of months ago with, I mean, Pogba, obviously, everyone knows about Stones has come come onto the radar over the last season or so. Um, it kind of straight if you're going in after the season has started, which is when our, our meaningful pursuit of Stones seemed to commence, if you're going in after the season has started and, you know, you, manager of said club has started making his plans around x number of players him included it's always you're always going to get a spikier reaction now whether they you know whether there was a degree of grandstanding because there was there was talk of them trying to buy out his buyout clause from um barnsley came from didn't he was it barnsley um which i don't think they did so whether whether they were just sort of, whether this was posturing and they may have sold him if they could have done the deal they wanted to Possibly, who knows? But it just struck me as it's it's all been a bit haphazard. And whereas last last season seemed to be very well planned and coordinated, and we knew who we wanted, and we got them early. This but, but, seems but, but, to be a but bit what confuses me. Season. What confuses me, John, is if if we are, you know, this professional operation who identifies their targets, moves for them, gets them, which we have done in the past. Mm. Um, why and. Jose returned to Chelsea, he'd, you know, come back. He'd obviously spoken to Abramovich. You assume that there's an understanding about how we're going to go about, you know, the team and team building, etc. But why would we suddenly make, you know, United every, every season now are making a complete hames of it. So it's no it's, surprise. It, it's it's lottery with the territory, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, Ferrari! Hey, Man Man City have just so much money. Um, you know themselves and PSG. You know the, the whole of FFP has been wound down because they're demanding to spend the money that they can spend effectively, mm. coming from the same part of the world that's bought the World Cup. Um, so we've obviously prepared for FFP. Is FFP financial mm. Yeah. Um, so they've got a plan which appears to be to just have vast roaming herds of, of loan players. Uh, there's almost like a sort of transhumance going on, isn't there? Whereby they're all brought up from their winter quarters up in the summer to wander around Camberley grazing. And then, you know, as winter sets on, great migrations, the lone shepherds take them back out and you can stand down there on Dover and watch them all jumping off the cliff into the sea and swimming off to Arnhem. You know, there's all this going on, which is obviously a way of adjusting to financial fair play. So Chelsea have had some sort of long-term plan as aligned with making some big purchases. The assumption is that if we want to buy a player, we can buy them. But that's not necessarily 
how it's going to happen. So well, it seemed to me that the John Stones thing happening so late was that a reaction to not getting someone else? Well, th- this is the thing: is as, as I say, we speculated. We don't know how these things work. But well, were we blowing it open because they basically not played ball in whatever secret negotiations? So now we're going to destabilize your player. You know, is that sort of thing going? on? I don't know. Who I mean, knows? It, yeah, good question. The idea that we bought. Uh, a fellow yes, from Reading and a, and a fellow from French football for four million each yeah. as some sort of you know patch over job. They were probably players we were going to buy anyway to put in the, the you know in the farm in the youth farm yeah in this loan farm. Well, I think got, I mean we know? should as as Tony noted, Pedro is a good signing. Um, Falcao for, for all the, the talk about him being finished and his bad season at United, um, his goal against Palace was absolutely superb. A, a top-notch bit of near-post poaching and um, and finishing, and, uh, as good as you'll ever see, I think. Um, so, actually, yes, obviously... And Kennedy looked good. Yes, you know, it, it's it's not like we haven't gone out and signed players, and I think... Yeah, yeah no, I agree with you. It's another... Uh, I, I, I remember where I was when Kennedy he was signed. <laughs> 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 Uh, um, yeah, you know, it's not like we had a, a, a terrible summer in terms of, of transfers, you know, whether, whether we strengthened in the areas we needed to, that's open to question. Losing a player like Czech, I mean, it's it's such a freak occurrence, you know, you don't get two goalkeepers that good on your books, It's so that's a bit of a misnomer. Um, Although, to be fair, Begovic looks like a bloody good goalkeeper. Yeah, it, that's the thing, and that's, you know... Even he, I would say, is probably above average for a second-choice keeper. Yeah. So that that's kind of you know gives us an idea of how daft the whole Courtois check thing was in in the in the big scheme of things because you just you don't get that. Um, but there's this sort of meme that that there's this you know Jose's now in a massive strop and a funk because you know he's told the board he wants players they haven't signed them so he's now really upset. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't buy that it. may be credible, but I, I, if he's if he's come back to the club on a certain understanding, yeah, not everything runs smoothly the whole time. But surely, whatever the plan was, they'd all sat down and bought into it. And well, you, know, you assume yeah. so. And Andy, a week a week before he extended his contract, didn't he? Yeah, mm. I mean, he did. To be fair to him, he's not actually come out and said the board didn't get me what I wanted. He said I, all he said was I mm. gave the board my my list. Mm, he's yeah. come out and said, oh, you know what, we didn't get who we wanted or anything. He's said mm. constantly through last mm. season that there may be some tweaks to this squad, but mm. not much else. So, you know, whether it's Emanalo and, and um, Granovskaya have gone off and said, we want Pogba, he's our, our, um, our, kind of, uh, our, our number one yes, target. He's, he's, he's going to be the, the trophy signature, if you like. I, I, I don't buy it. And Jose is naturally quite surly. He's been no more surly this season. I, all I'm saying, he made one. He, he, he bollocked up with the Canero thing. He did, and I think he mm. probably knows it. But he's such a stubborn so and so that he's not going to come out and apologise. It's not his way. No, I mean you know, listen, we we have a big medical staff, but she she clearly played a a, a fair role last season, as we know, in keeping any number of players yeah. fit and, and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, how much of an effect that has? But it's whether you know, it's whether the players. It's kind of you know. Yeah, if she if she is part of the close knit knit group, which you would expect, <clears throat> as, as 
part of the match day squad stroke team stroke staff or whatever you choose to call it have, have you know if, I mean, if you saw transfer um sorry john sorry no but if you was saw that transfer situation worse than um, manchester united for example i mean at least they got as far as the fax machine didn't they <laughs> <laughs> Sent, sent the carrier pigeon oh, off and the fucker got lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's a question of whether, you know, if, if you saw a colleague being treated particularly badly, what sort of mood does that put you in? You know, I'm, I'm now extrapolating and do footballers think like us normal folk? Well, a lot of the time, probably not. But, you know, are folk pissed off the, the way that Carnero was treated? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Anyone's guess? Undoubtedly, I mean Ivanovic, uh, Matic, um, particularly uh, Fabregas as well. They they just don't seem to have. You know, uh, Ivanovic seems to be in a steady sort of decline. Well, but again, I'll... but again, as I say, he's played nearly every game it was possible to play, and you know, if his legs are going a bit, I was actually going to throw that in because um, we we are a loyal bunch um, to our players. Um, and, and even when Chris Sutton couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo, we were still sort of basically behind the bloke. Mm. Um, but I, I, I have a, we don't, we a don't theory. turn on players. No, it's a bit of a theory. Um, and no one's really turned on any players much this season, from what I can see. But I have a theory that though, when you're playing at that top level, that very, very top level, you know, you know, in, in the top six, eight of the Premiership every single season, um, I, I think you rarely ever see those players go off to other clubs and have a successful second career. Their, their, their ability um, and their form tends to drop off a cliff. I wonder if that's what's happened with one or two of our players. And, and, and actually, well, we haven't been ruthless enough. Well, there's, the yeah, there's, yeah, your, there's no, your question. It, yeah. it, goes back, it goes back to your Fergie, doesn't it? Um, and, you know, a man who was... Was yes. absolutely expert, and not even the, the big name players. What he was very, very good at was getting you, you know, your six or seven years out of your John O'Shea's and your Wes Browns as as bit part players. Yeah, seeing him, you know, at the end of whatever season, then coming back and going into training, and then going, actually, you know what? Time for you to go, son. Yeah. And yeah, maybe maybe that's where maybe that's where we. I, I mean, my, my own view was that we, you know, I, I thought we were uh, a bit uh, a bit quick to get rid of Philippe Luis, whereas Aspilicueta is a natural right back. So, you know, you you know, I would have been quite happy to have said, you know, you've been a fantastic player, Ivan, um, but you're not going to get the games that you, you know, like we did with Frank. You're not going to get the games <laughs> that you think you're going to get this season. Um, mm. And let's be to be fair, the bit the, the the bits of the matches I've seen, he's been. Absolutely all at sea. I mean, Palace just destroyed him. It was like he might as well have not been on the pitch the amount of times that, that they went down that side, and, and he was well, nowhere to be seen. A lot of it seems to be coming down, you know, a lot of uh, the problems that we're being caused are coming down that, that flank. And now, whether it's, you know, is he getting enough protection from in front? Um, yeah, you know, he, he's 30 years of age. He's been very, very good for, for, you know, however long we've had him, six or seven seasons. Yeah, I. I you know, it's not. It's it's one of those things. You know, it, social media has has not served itself well. Where there's you know the usual sort of shite goes backwards and forwards, and people yelling, "Oh no, he's not finished! How can yeah. you say that?" Maybe you know he's not finished, but 
he's he's over thirty. He's played at the top level for a long time. He's done a sterling job. Is it is it time for the the, the men in grey suits to come along and say, "Yeah, thank, thanks, old son." And I'm not I'm not slagging him. I'm just saying. No, no, I agree. I, there. I mean, we, we, we you could think. And this is—I know this is almost sacrilegious. The same thing might have happened to John Terry. This may well be the season that he's just gone on too long. And I, I, I can't quote lists of players, but um, Stephen Gerrard came back from the World Cup and had a shocker, didn't he? Let's be honest. Last season, now whether mm. he knew that's because he, he'd already made his mind up to to finish at the end of the season, or whether he made his mind up to finish at the end of the season because he knew. That that was the one. To, it's you know footballers are like old boxers, right? They just don't want to admit it. They they're never going to. Very few of them go. Do you know what? Yeah, I am past it now. About time I, I moved aside because no, no, the of course, is so quick and and, and and everything moves on so quick. Um, because that's not the mentality JT, that's kept yeah, at the top no, for for that long. No, and JT may well still. I, I you know I hope I'm proved wrong, but I have this nagging feeling at the back of my mind that there are those are two players. That I, there may be another one in there, in the current squad, which is we, when he when you look at him, you just think, do you know what? You're, you're going to get whizzed by you, and and you can, for as intelligent as you a player you can be, and there are some deeply intelligent players out there. And I'm, when I'm talking intelligence, I'm talking footballing intelligence. Mm. That alone is not going to be enough in the Premiership, in a blood and guts. You know, encounter against people yeah. who who are trying to beat you because you're champions as well. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing, you know, again, I, I claim to know little or nothing of the mind of a professional sportsman, but, you know, do, when you're 34, 35 years of age, you've been doing it for the best part of 20 years, you, you come off the back of a campaign, you've won some medals, it's been fucking tough, you go and sit on the beach, how easy is, is it to get, you know, I'm sure the buzz is still there, but how easy is it to get off your arse? go back to training and go and know you've got all that ahead of you with that added knowledge that frankly everyone's going to be out to try and kick your ass because you're the champion how easy is it to do i don't know it's it's a it's a valid question i think but then then again that's compounded by the fact that we through last season and the start of this season until it was forced by terry being sent off there appears to be no rotation in 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 of the fullbacks, and the, you know, the back four generally. Mm. So that, I, you know, I, I, Ivanovic, he's just surely been overplayed. That's more than anything. I'm not saying he's finished or he's washed up or anything, but um, certainly, well, Jose certainly seems his, to be overplayed. Yeah, I mean, Jose, Jose, as we know, loves his untouchables, doesn't he? You know, he has his, his core of players. Um, that's, that's the big question, but... Um, the, the other thing was... And this was not. Um, this is not a thought that came with the poor start. It was there at the end of last season, and the few bits I saw of, of, of the, the the preseason. Although you don't take too much notice of that, mm. is, is that there seemed to be a gradual, you know, and you referred to it earlier on, a gradual sort of sterility building into the the way we were playing, and you know, you don't want to make too many. Comparisons, but it, it reminded me very much of, of the third year or, or the end of the second game. Or, sorry, that third season and the start of the season when he left. Mm. That, that we seem to become very, very—I don't know what the word is—but 
there wasn't any spark to the way it was being played. It, it was very formulaic, and, and we seemed to to not have a, a change of gear and that sort of thing. And mm. you know, obviously, Pedro does seem to bring a bit of that. But you know, well, I mean, a lot, a lot, we all said towards the end of last season, it's about getting over the line. We don't really care. Yeah, and, and that's we true. You know, terribly you, well. Yeah, you just want to win it. And we were thinking, right, we get over the line, we win it. The team feels confident they'll be able to do something. But we seem to, if anything, have, have either stood still or even gone further backwards. You know, just only in what I've seen. But No, but I mean, I think that's... And it is only for four games. You know, there, there's a whole many seasons to go and things can change radically. I'm not panicking or anything, but it just, it's following a little bit of a pattern to me, that's all. No, I mean, I think... Um it's 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 a difficult one. I, I would hasten to we have lost Mark, and I am trying desperately to get him back, but he doesn't appear to be um, able to connect. So, we'll we'll keep you. Jermaine's we'll probably still. on the phone. <laughs> Could well be. I'm assuming Tony's still there. Fucking. I hell. am. No, no, I'm still here. Sorry, I, I went on mute because I've got, I've, got, I've got a house full of women. Um, oh, lucky you. Yes, a house full of women cooing over a baby, of course, and someone's ringing me. Oh, oh. Uh, Oh, no. Hello, Hello Mark, you back? I'm back. No, he's yes. not. Got any virgin media internet went down. No, I, I can on. hear him. Can you? I can Hello. Hear him. Uh, Mark, I think you might have to dial off and get Johnny to ring you back because I can hear you, but none of the others can. Oh. Okay. This is live technology. It's, 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 it. We knew this was going to happen. Gremlins. Yes, exactly. we've, we've, we've hit the same sort of run of form as the team. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark is our Ivanovich. He's sort of... He's just not. Yeah, he's not there <laughs> he's anymore. Cliff, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Ah, uh, oh, he's, he's back. back. Hey, there you go. I, I, I'd like. I'd, I'd say it was good to hear you again, Mark. But I've only just heard you a few seconds ago. Um, yeah, those Virgin Media went down. But um, I've reset the router and I've reset the cable modem. And really, if you could do that to a football team, <laughs> that's <laughs> what we need to do, isn't it? We just need to. If Josie rings up the helpline for managers, basically you just need to pull the plug out. <laughs> if you try yeah. wait yeah. 30 switch it off and on again. Yeah. <laughs> switch it off and yeah. switch it on And again. we should be fine there. Yes. Mm. Sorry I'm, about I'm that. I'm minded of a small office at the back of the Premier League somewhere filled with people like that are featured in the IT crowd. Anyway, England have won. We've won the cricket anyway. Oh, have we? Excellent. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good news. Three runs. Um, I think, I mean, we are obviously, we're, we're being terribly thoughtful and offering all sorts of theories as to, to what may be wrong or what may not be wrong and um, the, the psyche of sportsmen and all the rest of it. In the, you know, it's a simple game, played on grass, etc., etc. Um, in very basic terms, stop conceding two goals a game, which we have done every every game this season. You know, that's, that's not a Mourinho side. It really is not anything like a Mourinho side so sort the defence out and um, one way or another start grinding out a few results but, but sort the defence out without playing 11 men behind the ball and getting out of our half once you know yeah oh, well, let's not go down that road let's go down the road of if we're going to concede two goals let's score about six well I, I think but we, you may have already covered it in my absence but the defence may be under pressure due to um, Fabregas and Matic yeah the ones mm. in front of them yeah that's a good point yeah I mean I think you know listen in the in the current in the current set of circumstances that presents itself to Mr Mourinho and the team I don't think we're worried about scoring that many goals in style. Let's just fucking win a few games. It doesn't matter how they come. 
one nil off someone's arse in the 89th minute, I will take it. That will do very nicely. And then we can worry about being stylish and, and putting teams to the sword. But at the present time, wins are what we need. Um, it's in terms of individual games, um, the Swansea game, I actually thought we played quite well. And it has to be said, Swansea were a very good side and have done pretty well this season thus far. Um, so we shouldn't have been, you know, we shouldn't have been terribly downhearted about that. And I don't think we were because I came out thinking, well, that looks all right. You know, all right, it's a draw. We were unlucky in places, um, but not so bad. Um, City was sort of all a bit weird and disastrous. Um, you had the, the hangover from the, the Eva thing going on. How much that affected matters in terms of preparation, I have no idea. Hopefully none. Um, but they they gave us a bit of a schooling. Um, and Jose was, was at his combative best saying that the scoreline didn't really reflect the game. Well, I, I thought it did rather reflect the game personally, but... That's and, they, and they committed more fouls. I d- inevitably, I, I assumed you would be keeping a, a close eye on such matters. Mm. Um, well, they were outfouled in one of the out of four games. They've been outfouled in at least one, which uh, is unusual for them. Christ, who did they play? A WWE tag team or something? I, I, no, it was one of their. I'll have to look it up. But yes, it was. They, they someone has outfouled them. Good grief! They were probably concentrating on trying to score a goal or two. The, maybe. Uh, Quick news flash: the, the England team are winning as well now. Um, Harry, oh, are they really? Harry Kane's just scored against Switzerland. Yeah, so. splendid. Um, but some <laughs> CFC away just um, just tweeted that Spurs goals don't count. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not an unreasonable standpoint. To be perfectly honest, fair play. Fair, to, say, um, fair play. Um, then West Brom, you know, uh, did well. All, all, Sort of ticks along quite nicely, slightly hairy towards the end. Um, it, it's, I, thought, I thought Hazard was pretty good for the last twenty minutes of that, as I saw it, or fifteen. Yeah, it, there was a bit of you know zipping in. I thought. I think actually, if you if you take it each game on face value for what it was, City was the the real dis. Excuse me, the real disappointment. Um, Palace was where I thought it, it sort of went wrong, and we we looked vulnerable and. To be fair play, fair play to Mr. Pardew. He's the only manager now to have beaten Mourinho three times, um, and he, he's he's nailed it pretty much every time um, in terms of how he sets up against us, where he where he picks on. They were big and physical where it was needed, but they had some some good pacey players who, who got at us um, and played it to an absolute tee, I thought, and um, and. Well done to him. Um, obviously, we have uh, Everton on. Is it Saturday? Mm. It I'm, is. I'm losing track. Um, followed by the visit of the Arsenal. Um, so two tricky games coming up, um, and then you know we're throwing in um, your Champions League group games into the mix, and then we have um, I think on the twenties, it the twenty third, Walsall away in the um, in the the League Cup. Um, so you know it's it's all it's all starting to happen. This is where you know we'll be getting into three games every seven or eight days, and um, you know it's it's where the season starts proper, kind of thing. Um, does anyone have anything else? Anything else to throw into the, the general the champ pot? Yes, I just I, I, all I wanted to go back to that point. I just think. You know, it, it's akin to the beginning of the Formula One season. You know, the, a, 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 one team can just have a bit of a dodgy engine, needs a bit of tweaking, mechanics need to get a bit of work going on it, and 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 away you go. With you know, uh, you know, people who are 
already saying we're sitting here eight points in front, you're not going to catch up or whatever. Yeah, come on, people. It's 34 games of the season left. And, uh, um, you know, we were, sat, we were sat on an eight-point cushion, I think, going into the last Christmas, and not one of us thought that was going to be enough to see us through the end of the season. I think, well, it was described as a bit of a buffer, wasn't it? I think Mark it was. Uh, it came was. up with that one. He had a bit, you had a bit of a buffer, but, um, you know, once I think once we get going, I think once Pedro gets to grips with... Being in, in uh, and consistency, I thought he was phenomenal, uh, and, and you know he just looks like a, a superb addition to the team. And, well, he's, um, he's that he's the kind of player that if that kind of player becomes available, yes, you have to grab him because it reminds you know, me of the who's the Arsenal the chat Arsenal bought last season. Uh, is it um, Sanchez? Sanchez. He's got he, he's got a touch of him about him. That kind well, of he's, easy, quick, very quick eye is what I want to say. Can, uh, can I just ask? Is is he one of the Barcelona players? We really, really, really hated who fell over too much, or was he one and was a bit horrible, or was he one of the Barcelona players that we didn't I think, think he, was too bad and we put up with him, sort of thing? I think it's important to me. I need to know. Yeah, I think he was acquainted with the with the turf on a few occasions, yes. but I, I don't think you know visceral all our hatred was was our thing with him. No, but I'm confusing him with someone else who we did viscerally hate, and I can't think. Well, of who it was. Most most of them, really, isn't it? If yeah. you're um, <laughs> but he, he's just view. the. He's the kind of player that when he when they become available, you grab him with both hands. He's he's twenty eight. He's won every single bloody thing there is to win in the last seven or eight years. Played in one of the best teams of the world. Knows how to win stuff. Got a few tricks up his sleeve for what was it eighteen million or you know twenty million quid? Yeah. Bang! Thanks very much. You 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 buy those all day long because that's the kind of player you want. To, uh, but, but setting all that to one side. If we did really, really, really viscerally hate him and we're all slagging him off all the time, then there needs to be a small period where we sit back and, and don't get too overexcited. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we can't just we can't just start falling in love with Pedro. I think, no, I think that's you know. a default. You, that's a default. I'm, I'm going to have to go back through the anyway. through the archives. And just, Do you mean we, we stroke our beards and say? Yeah, hmm. not bad. Not no, bad. I, I, I think perhaps, perhaps we misjudged you, but you're yeah. still on probation. <laughs> Although if he was one of the Barcelona players fabulous, we thought was yeah. all right and always thought, yeah, we have him here, then that's fine. We could all get very excited very quickly. Yeah, well, in a few months we can start seeing the magic sombrero song. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fundamentally believe that 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 beard stroking. Hmm, is a natural. That's our, that's our default position at Chelsea, mm. and even the newer Chelsea fans would have learnt a big lesson from jumping up and down uh, and wetting their nappies again when we bought Torres to, to to see just exactly why you should always just grow a beard and go. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't much bearding when Costa came on board. I, I seem to think lots of people, you know, didn't even pause to put their wellies on before jumping in with both feet. <laughs> 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 they just they just went straight in with their socks on. So you know it does happen. I, I'm just I, I'm, not, I'm seeking advice because I but don't. None, want none to of them are on the none of them are on the board of the podding shed, are they? Because no, exactly. We, we wouldn't accept. We could not accept that kind of energy and right. enthusiasm. To kind of to kind of phrase, sometimes the youngsters go in dry, and they they they, <laughs> they, 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 they learn their lesson, should yeah, we say? Exactly. Um, <clears throat> Um, I've lost my strand there. Uh, yes, well, you you get me, you get my, my drift, don't you? Um, Jesus Christ! I was just Bobby Charlton. That's the sort of thing Bobby Charlton used to say when he was playing in quite a high wind when his comb over was starting to go. I've lost, I've lost my strand. Oh, there it is. Or Ralph Coates, one of the yeah. two. 
Carry on. Um, yes. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think um, if, if we judge um, reaction on social media, if, if we take the, um, the two default positions is one running around with our hair on fire panicking and the other side sitting there saying it's fuck all to worry about, we're probably somewhere in the middle. You know, Yeah. it's, it's not great. There is there is a third position which is recognizing. Is it the third uh, the third way in a Blair? Yes. Well, I know. God help us. I don't want to be. Um, we've we've done some Corbyn esque beard rubbing. Um, <laughs> I, I just there is a third topical than that. Little bit of politics. There, there is a third position, I believe, um, which is that. Have you been consulting those magazines again? No. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not. I've, I learned my lesson when I was very young. I spent <laughs> I spent four years in a back brace after two pages of Kama Sutra got stuck together. Anyway, um, we uh, there is a third position, and that is that yes, yes, we are deeply in the cack. We can all see that this is going to end badly. But hell, we've been down this road before. You know, we won a double and then nearly fell off the wire, didn't we? Mm, yeah. Ancelotti had to start the season. We didn't buy anyone. The youngsters weren't up to it, and it all went a bit pear shaped for a while. You know, although I think in the end we finished not too bad. Um, so I think coming off the back of winning the Premiership, we've all got very hyped up, and perhaps you know, a bit like City last year, we're not really ever going to quite get going, and that may happen, but we have to live with it. I believe that's the third position. Mm. Not unreasonable. Not unreasonable. Um, it's a sort of dialectic, if you see what I mean. The process of the dialectic. Mm, it um, well, you know, it remains to be seen, doesn't it? Like like Tony says, there is an awful long way to go. Um, but um, obviously, we we are in the midst of an international break, and so Jose only has about three players at his disposal, which is slightly frustrating. But one of those things. Um, but they will all be presumably back tomorrow stroke the day after which doesn't give a huge amount of time to prepare for Everton but those are the cards we has dealt um, and that's what he has to go on with um, so we will obviously we will be back in a, in a fortnight um, to ponder the games against uh, Everton and Arsenal and um, and probably who, who, who have we got first in the Champions League God only knows I can't remember yeah, it wasn't too it's, 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 it's no, lot, isn't it I think that's what I've seen the ticket in Text come through today to buy tickets. Maccabee, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv, that's the fella. That's the fella. Um, That's the European Champions League we're talking about. Indeed, yes, yes. Like the the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, I see. And um, boundaries. Yeah, it wasn't too bad a draw. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I I suppose. Quite a lot of travel. Mm. There's a a trek or two. but yeah, you know, hopefully we should um, we should we should progress from that particular group. Um, should we, we can we can stop talking about football now, can't we? Um, we can we can talk about stadia and, yes, and, and things stadia. like that. Um, Brick is back. Brick is back. Yes, um, I was fortunate enough to go to see the uh, the first consultation thing at the bridge um, and the, the nice drawings and the presentations and all the rest of it. Um, it, it sort of very much seemed to me to be a hearts and minds campaign in terms of getting the regulars on side, getting getting the local folk on side. Um obviously and they've um they've furthered this with, with models and, and mock ups and all that sort of thing this week. Um 
one way or another, we're not going to be there for three years. And, and when that happens, obviously, all depends on planning permission. But I, the impression I get that it's it's from 2017 to 2020, we'll be playing elsewhere, presumably Wembley, you would, you would imagine, which is not the most thrilling of thoughts, but such is our lot. Um, that's, a, that's a long time, isn't it? It, it's three years, three years is, is an awful long time, and, and your concern is. Um, I was I was talking to um, Mr. Dan Levine the other day, who's no longer Blues Chronicle, um, and he's obviously worth following because he's still got his finger on the Chelsea pulse, and he is just at Dan Levine now on Twitter. So do follow him because he's still um, he's still churning out news and views on the mighty Chelsea. Um, so do try and pick up with him. But he said, you know, it's an awful long time, and, and what people are considering is you know we don't have many decent boozers left around the bridge anymore if we all go away for three years how many of them are going to be there when we get back that's the question um we well, see in german football if this was german football what would be happening now was we would be organizing ourselves into a strictly observed rotor whereby x thousand of us would descend on these pubs once a week, or twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays preferably, um, and drinking in them to keep out of a sense of bloody duty mm. to keep them alive, ready for when we get back. But being the sort of modern British society, we are all a bit wishy-washy and laissez-faire, and uh, it's someone else's job to do this, I'm not doing it. We're not going to do it, are we? But I, well, we should be. It's, fact, it's, let's, let's get a rotor drawn up now. Come on, it sounds to us. It's a good point. Well, it is ultimately. Um, you know, the a good time, a good point, a good pint. I think that's our strap line right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's it, there is there is obviously much to consider, and there, there's there's an awful lot to happen before decisions are made and so forth. Uh, but you know, we are we are obviously guessing Wembley. You can't really realistically see it being anywhere else you would imagine um we could end up rattling around in there on a particularly bleak you know game against a lower division side well, well, I everyone think- i know that went to it um spoke uh, to um which, whoever the hostess was there or something and um mm. or one of them um and uh, uh also dan wrote something for a we ain't got no history i think um, which was a fantastic article about how they're going to do it um mm. and mm. What, the, what the plans are um and um, it seemed almost certain that even within the club, they believe it's going to be um, uh, Wembley, which mm. is fine. I mean, it's you know, it's to make no difference to me really. Twickenham would have been absolutely lovely, um, <laughs> of course, but because um, it's just a little bit further south, you know. So, yeah, but they, they only they only like they only like rugby fans. You they, know, they, in their front gardens. They don't like football fans. No, <laughs> no. I'll piss smells I'm, more. I'm a bit surprised, really, because re- revenue's revenue, isn't it? But uh, Wembley, obviously, have got to pay well, back a lot of money. A rugby, um, a, a rugby playing acquaintance of mine did actually make a couple of salient points about, it, and he said, in the first instance, if you're alternating rugby and football one week to another, it's the grass length. They, they play on totally different yeah, lengths of grass. Yeah, how yeah, you yeah. know how how is that going to work? Was was yeah. his first question. You know, he 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 follows both both codes. So yeah, you know, so he's kind of billiard table, and they play in a forest, really. Yeah, they? exactly. He said, you know, how's that going to work? If you know, if you've got Chelsea playing at home on on Wednesday, and there's a, an autumn international on Sunday, what are you going to do? Put you know, put steroids on the grass. It's kind yeah. of 
it's open to question. But um, but I, I, I you know I, I I must admit I, I'm quite excited by the whole thing. Um, I think oh well, I just want to say that from what I can see, Chelsea have gone out of their way to basically involve every single possible stakeholder and therefore potential objector. Um, mm. Right from the outset, it, it's possibly been one of the most professional uh, 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 programs before any planning permission. You would think that by the time they officially apply for it, which I think is next month, isn't it, or something, um, uh, and then it, they'll be sitting on it for three or four months, I think. But they want to get in before Boris goes. That's definitely one of the things. Well, he's quite pro, pro, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's, you know, you, you can't help but think it's a, you know, it's almost a banker that, that, that the permission will be given on the basis of the amount of work and detail that's gone into the proposals, you know. Um, I, I mean, think it's listen, fantastic. You... I think it will be an absolutely stunning place to go and watch football. I really do. I did from the. I have to say, obviously, it's it's all mock-ups and models and all the rest of it. I have to say, from the outside, it, it genuinely different. Something you know, it's not your your identikit glass and and steel thing, which is great. Inside, you know, I, I don't know what the logistics are, but it had that sort of dreaded corporate middle tier around it, which is, as we know, can be a bit of an atmosphere killer. We're not brilliant with atmosphere at times anyway. That was, you would have kind of liked to have seen a nice big one tier stand. I'm not, uh, I don't understand this. Why is everyone so, so, so fiercely in favour of a one tier stand? I, it's I just, you know, having, having seen them in action, they can, they can be very, very impressive things. Um, right. But, but there, there's nowhere in a one-tier stand for for your corporate seating, etc., etc. Yeah, you, you know, a big, a big fucking noisy bank of sixteen thousand people. You know, that's that's kind right. of the what what you're aiming at. That I think that would have been nice. But you know, hey, I'm not whinging. It's 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 it's, it's a wish, but obviously one that may not happen. You, you can confidently eat your chips without me pissing all over them. But yeah. my my one worry about this is. We're upgrading to 66,000. How many of this upgrade See, I, are actually going 60. to be... 60, sorry. Mm. Um, how many of this upgrade are going to be seats for the common person? And how much of this is just increasing the amount of, um, shall we say, you know, corporate-related... Uh, um, uh, they've worth, laid that out. They have they're worth figures, yeah. yeah they're, the, the figures are there. If you, if, you, if you hunt around for them, certainly Dan... Uh, if I could only find that bloody article, it, 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 I got it through Facebook on the CFC. I'm too busy to go looking for these things. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to. You're supposed to feed this information to me. Right. Okay. So I think they're adding about fifty or so uh, ordinary seats. Then. All right. <laughs> it's. I mean, that's it's, the question. I, I don't think. Let's. Let's not be naive. No. Football is is about cash these days, and you would expect that the um, the number of corporate spots available will go up quite substantially that it's it's almost a given um if if you're talking about you know a bigger chunk of concessions for kids younger folk uh, those on restricted incomes whatever that would be nice as well who knows we actually we this is something we're obviously going to be coming back to on any number of occasions and like i said we're not match fit frankly i've done fuck all research 
it's you know, we are where we are um yeah. but we will come back to it and let's try next time to actually have um you know full information as to uh, at our fingertips so we can have a ponder and um, <laughs> we'll, we will get um, we'll get clayton on as well because he's um, he's obviously got his views on it um and we'll try and find I mean, it, it looks it looks very different it looks impressive I, mm. I, I, um yeah, the three years, I think, is going to be tough. But it's, that's, it's hard work. I'm not looking forward to it. But, you know, I, I think what we have to do is, is we have to put our um, – the club is bigger than any one of us. And, um, you know, there will be a nice, big, shiny stadium for our – Well, you, you, either, you either move to a new stadium. Uh, but, mm. you know, I certainly was one of those who hoped we'd stay at Stanford Bridge. So, yeah, you can't have it all ways up. No, but they may rename it, so it may not be Stanford Bridge. Well, there's the question. I did. I believe Dan Levine has written an article about that today as well, which I favourited and not actually had the chance to read yet. But, um, yeah. Maybe the same one, because the one I read, Johnny, was that had that. It it did have it in there and saying that uh, naming rights was um, uh, very obviously a subject that they they didn't want to broach there. Mm. Um, But, you know, if if it's something that... It will always be Stanford Bridge. Let's be honest with you. They they tried renaming St. James's Park to Sports Day. No one called it that. No one called it that. Well, I think... That's the thing is is you know it will it will possibly sort of fade slightly over time, but you know it doesn't matter what anyone else calls it. We'll still call it Stanford Bridge. Uh, it's I know just, Arsenal just fans still re- yeah, they still refer to the, the, the Emirates as Highbury. You know, yeah, they're cunts. It's in a different yeah. place. <laughs> I mean, na- na- naming right, naming rights is one of those phrases that it's it's you know visually it's the same as the doctor asking you to sort of bend over and snapping on the gloves isn't it it's just <laughs> naming yeah. rights it's just uh, it conjures up all sorts of uncomfortableness yeah it's going to be terrible we're going to be some sort of complete nonsense aren't we mm. i don't, I don't share that cynicism i really don't i i I, I fundamentally, I think Roman knows. He, he's. I have wandered this planet too long. I know. He's he's doffed, he, You know, he, he's paid a lot of respect to our club, um, and, in terms of, of of everything about it. And I just don't think he uh, he doesn't need the money. The club doesn't really need that money. What they're going to get an extra thirty, forty million quid? They can get that in shirt sales just through the extra people coming through the turnstiles. They'll find their ways. Put another quid on the pies. There you go. Mm. But the term naming rights is being bandied around, you know? mm. but not I, by I, the club. But not by the club. I mean, it's I, it's it's cynical old, you know, um, new technology defeats pissed old hack talk. That's what it is, <laughs> as, far as I can see. You know, I'm, so I, I'm I'm going to stand forever the for just for once. I'm going to be the optimist and say I don't think we'll bother renaming it. I think we'll call it Snapper Bridge, or we'll form a company called Snapper Bridge. So it's called Snapper Bridge at Snapper Bridge or something. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I think. As misty-eyed romantic as you may be, yeah. is it? Is there actually a you know? Let's let's go back and find a, a, the last stadium that was built and not named the mm. Pedigree Chum Arena or whatever it was. Yeah, there's a question. Uh, okay. Well, we'll we'll have a friendly pint down the Fimbra on that one. All right. Mm. Oh, we'll, we'll listen. The Fimbra. Oh. It's already closed down. We'll, we'll talk offline. Oh. It's, 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 it, well, it was still there the last time I went past, but frankly... Well, no, now that we're moving to Wembley, they've decided to call it a day. <laughs> it's not... Well, it seems to have gone downhill quite rapidly. It opens to to warm... You know, warm, warm acclaim comments. and so forth. Yeah, it's, um, I, went, I went in there on the um, on the day of the Swansea game, and about two hours before kick-off, there were about a dozen people in there. Um, they seemed rather surprised and 
baffled that there was a football match on and um, frankly about only a third of the pumps were working, um, which is a, a bit shit. But anyway, listen, we'll come back to that. And the pricing was some was relatively... Yes, the pricing uh, seems... I, I've not been back in there, but um, I, I can't remember who it was. Someone was tweeting they were charged £5.90 for a pint in there on match day, <laughs> which is taking the piss. Um, I, need to, um, I need to throw in the public service announcement. If you like this old guff and um, your masochistic tendencies make you want to hear more of it, you can browse our extensive back catalogue at www.poddingshed.com. Um, if there is anything you'd like to hear us talk about, then do listen via that website or get in touch via at the Podding Shed on Twitter or our own personal Twitter accounts. Um, if you download the podcast via iTunes, we'd be delighted if you gave us a nice rating because that means wonderful technical things with algorithms that we don't fully understand, but it does good stuff for us, so please do. Um, I should just reference, and I was hoping to have it ready for tonight, um, Andrew and Alex, the authors of Overland and Sea, the book about Chelsea FC and the Great War, who we spoke to on the final episode of The Podding Shed last season. Um, we're going to give a signed copy away, and I shall ask a, a, a moderately difficult question um, that you can all email in or tweet, and um, someone will walk away with that. Um, there is also a launch party for said book at the, um, the Eel on Eelbrook Common after the Arsenal game. All welcome, including you lot. Marvellous. Excellent. So, Marvellous. So, so do come along and, uh, and, and meet the authors, and um, you may, they may even sign a book for you. Um, will we be able to sit in that sort of... There will be one of those little areas with a rope, won't there? Because I'm, I'm not going if I'm in an area with a rope. <laughs> Is that, you, you mean know, a VIP area? It's just, you, I don't work this hard on this podcast <laughs> not to be invited somewhere and sit behind a little rope. <laughs> Straight to the front of the queue, in into the little roped-off area. You're no? You're all very important people to me. Oh, <laughs> you, you bloody old softie, you, eh? Oh, dear. Um, that's probably about it, enough for, for our yes. first time back. You know, not too much went wrong, Mark. We lost you briefly for a moment, but you are back, which is a good thing. Thank you. Um, we will catch up again in a fortnight, and when hopefully we'll be back to recording on Monday. Um, we will endeavour to get guests and things like that. And Clayton will be back. I, I, I will... Uh, we'll I bring him can, back on and um, I, I, I went on the I ask the question then or what no I haven't got it so we're going to do it next time oh, I, I, I went on the um, the, the rat train uh, the, the sort of Chelsea, Chelsea Jolly Boys out in with mm. uh, David Chidgey and, and the like um, a fantastic evening um, I think um, Chidge would probably uh, like to come back on one night if we ever yeah. swap it from a Monday to another night so yeah we'd have to do another night but that's with the, that's not, that's, um, that's not impossible, so we, we can do that. Um, and um, we, we, will, we will call back other guests. We'll have Dan on yes, and, uh, and, and others as well. Um, gents, lovely. Can, lovely I, can I offer one more thought? You can. Go ahead. This is, this is for people to ponder. We, we have the Champions League upcoming, mm-hmm. and obviously the, the listener who's listened to more than one of these will cast their mind back to those fabulous, carefree days when we used to have our little anthem playing whenever the Champions League was discussed. Indeed. So it's it's there for the popular vote. You know, do we bring it back or do we leave it? There you go. Oh, well, I, you know, okay. Well, my view is, you know... You, that's for the uh, listeners. Uh, our musical interludes are, you know, that's it's part of the very fabulous... Stuff, of, stuff of legend. Yeah. Fact, but I just wonder whether... Will it break the magic if we go back and start using it? Because we... Yeah. 
Who knows? We, we need yes, that. We need, we, need, we need more talk on, on trains, but I've already got that in. So, um, in case oh, I can, I can talk trains. I've been uh, the, all around America on trains. We've not done trains for a while no, on here, have uh, we? We, we really say, need to you get out back to this. public service, don't you we? Missed, you missed mm. this one, Johnny. We actually did the rat train. Chelsea has True Blue Terry and, and John Fleming. and, and I know. I was, I, was, was, I was invited actual, and I was away with the old man, so the couldn't do it. The actual loco and my mate who I go to football with is an absolute addict to this stuff. He's got, he's got you know, a massive, ma- and I mean train set in the, the one of these ones that you just see on one of these specialist programmes, whatever. And it's I bigger than him, network rail. It's, it was, we had a Type 44, which is better known and the one you probably may or may or may not remember is in the front of the National Rail Museum when it was in Tooting it was called the Mallard oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it that. held the record for many many years and it still holds the record for the steam engine it was a magnificent thing it really was and you know me Chidge and all the others stood outside watched it do the you know the turnaround and we were we were temporarily escorted away from the world of football Chelsea Mourinho um, until a more genteel time of cricket because we were thrashing the Aussies at the time in the test and steam <laughs> and real ale you know not a, I mean, not a care in the world no <laughs> we were we we were a we were a, a time machine to the past. I rode the Andirondack from Montreal down to New York ten hours through Good. the Andirondacks and down by the Hudson River. If we've got a slow episode one day, I'll I'll go through it hour by hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think this might Sorry. be. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, okay, yeah. um, I'm done. <laughs> yes, I think I think I think, I think on that note. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, gents. The, lovely. The is dead and flogged. Indeed, lovely to talk to you all again. Uh, yes, I'm glad we've blown the cobwebs off and uh, and got back into it. And hopefully now we're back, the, the team will, will will kick on and um, exactly. and and do better things. Um, and if they don't, we'll we'll be here to slag them off. Um, back in a fortnight, gents. Thank you very much, and good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.